Hey, this is Ashley. Hey, this is Marcy. And this is School on Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. Listen each week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Stitcher. This week in Mentor Moment, I invite you to do a three-month reflection and three-month planning exercise um, as we end one year and go into the new year. So think Q4, October, November, December, the last three months of 2020 and what your career looked like. I invite you to think about what worked really well, think about what was really challenging, and think about one thing that you can do uh, to prepare for a better life and career in 2021. And as you plan for 2021 and you think ahead, think about March 31st. I think there's 31 days in March, maybe. Uh, March 30th or 31st. Think about that, right? And then think about um, how do you know if you're successful? Like if when March 31st rolls around, how will you know if you're successful? How will you know if what you desire for yourself or your life and your career in the first 90 days of the new year are achieved? Will that look like more money for you? Will that look like a new job? Will that look like a raise or promotion? Will that look like more visibility at work? Does that look like a new industry? Like what does that look like and how you will, how will you know you're successful? But because before we talk about goals or priorities or anything like that for the new year. I think it's really important that we assess where we're already at, what we've already done, what's already working, what's already not working, and the things that we need to do differently so that we can um, design goals um, that are appropriate. But more than goals, I really think it's important that you really get clear on what success looks like um, so that you, when you, when you, when it happens for you and it will happen for you, if you're intentional, if you get the support that you need, it absolutely will happen for you. But I want, sometimes people are successful. They have wins and they don't even recognize it because they never really defined what success looks like. So I, I don't want that to happen for you, to you, excuse me. So I want you to have some clarity around that. And to aid you in that, um, I'm excited to share that the strategy positioning and impact uh, planner and career development roadmap for professional women is now for sale at mentor-me.org backslash shop. That's M-E-N-T-O-R-me.org backslash shop. Um, this strategic uh, planner and career development roadmap is actually something that is generally only offered to um, women who are part of my mentorship programs, but I am excited to offer it for sale for women who want more of a self-study, more, want more of a self-paced, but they want a physical copy of a planner, something they can write in, something they can journal in, something they can keep their appointment in their, their notes to really be intentional about planning the next stages in their career. I um, mean, what I'm excited about that is that more than just a planner, this um, planner, this planner and career development roadmap has a monthly strategy um, implementation plans for professional women. There are monthly strategy um, sessions around uh, managing up. There's monthly strategy sessions around asking for a raise. There's monthly strategy sessions around, um, you know, dealing with a challenging coworker or like shifting your mindset and your priorities around, um, you know, really um, leading and supervising your team. So there's so many, um, there's 12, obviously, 
strategy sessions in there, one for each month, and then they give you implementation steps. So exactly what you need to do to take immediate action on that thing in your career. So whether that's dealing with difficult coworkers, managing up, asking for a raise, it like walks you through how to do that, um, how to prepare for an interview, for example, um, based on mentor me strategies. And these are our things that I teach in session in either the mentor me accelerator or the mentor me mastermind, but I put them in the planner for folks who want self-study. So if that's you, you can grab the planner at mentor-me.org backslash shop. Uh, it is available and ready for you. I'm so excited about it because it just really allows you to do that self-study. Um, obviously, you're going to benefit greatly from working with me um, in small group session. That's really going to be the best opportunity for you to take you know, to be able to implement the things that you write down. But if you know you want to start with just developing the plan, um, the planner and guide is a great resource for you. And it, it, and it details um, the same strategies that I teach in session. Um, so I encourage you to do that work, right? Think three months, uh, uh, you know, prior to now, right? So October through December. And then I really want you to be thinking about Q1 uh, 2021, so January, March, and get super clear and super focused on exactly um, what the next steps are for you. Um, and you can do that in, in addition with the planner. So next up is I digress. And this week, Marcy and I are playing a little game. Kiss Mary Maine, Escape Rooms, Blind Dates, Oh My. Join us for the last episode of 2021 as we participate in a game show. And we're doing so with some of our favorite TV show characters. You know that we talk TVT every week on um, this show. Uh, we love to watch TV and to talk about representation and engagement of our in the behaviors and engagements of our favorite characters. So we brought um, some of them from our favorite shows of 2020 into this week's episode episode for a little bit of a game show. So Marcy, I'll let you kick us off. All right, so first we are going to start with Kiss Mary Maim. So your options for who would you kiss, who would you marry, and who would you maim are Toby from This Is Us, Miguel from This Is Us, or Kevin from This Is Us. Oh, this is easy. This is easy. Um, so definitely going to kiss Toby. I am gonna marry Miguel. He's boring but you know stable and yeah Kevin's got to get hurt I just I can't <laughs> I can't do anything with him just as useless as he want to be oh what about you Marcy C kiss Mary Mame Toby Miguel or Kevin this is actually kind of hard for me and I'm gonna say why so initially I was like well duh you would kiss Kevin because he's so attractive but in reality, he is so annoying. <laughs> like, so annoying. You can't kiss him. You'll never hear the end of it. You'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> true, true. Because he would make it be about him. Um, especially since he didn't have a little chocolate mix in his life before. So definitely going to have to go with Maine Kevin, unfortunately, because he drives me crazy. I, as I have seen Toby grow so much though over these last seasons, I think that it would be Mary Toby just because he seems so stable. Miguel, I can't trust him to take care of me in my old age as we have seen. So just by process of elimination, we're going to have to go with kissing Miguel because he's not, he's not 
he's not stable. I can't deal with him. But see, this um, is actually why I chose to kiss Toby because Miguel seems more stable. You remember that flash forward when Toby was curled up in that bed? I don't know what season that's in, but I couldn't trust it. So that's why I went with Miguel. Because at least if you marry him, he got kids prior to this marriage. Then you got your kids. I figured somebody be around to help me. He ain't, you know, he might, you're right. He might. <laughs> He's sometimes unstable, but at least like, I don't know. Cause Toby was curled up in that bed, child. I can't call it. Well, you know, me being a therapist, I'm like, oh, Toby, we going to get you the, <laughs> the most helpful help possible out here. So I can deal with depression. I can't deal with me having dementia. And you just let me walk off down the street. There's nothing I can do with that. So moving on, you are in an escape room. Who do you want to be your partner? Catherine Kim from Katie from A Million Little Things, Beth from This Is Us, or Rainbow Johnson from Blackish. Yikes, this is hard. I mean, strong, smart, Black and Brown and Asian women, like you really can't go wrong. But I'm definitely going with Catherine Kim to get me out of this one. I just feel like she is like boss, so smart, so strategic. Yeah, like I gotta go with her. I feel like, like Beth and Rainbow both have a little panic in them that I ain't gonna be able to deal with. They both got just a little too much panic for me. Catherine's gone, she's not gonna do anything but get us out of there and be like, let's go to dinner. Like, we're not gonna do nothing else. We're not gonna panic. We're not gonna freak out first and then calm down. Catherine's gonna get us out. That's my answer. So, what about you? You're in an escape room. You know, who do you want to be your partner? Catherine, Beth, or Rainbow? Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to agree with Catherine. Um, She's so smart and just so like focused and steady. Stability apparently is really important for me. I need someone that's stable and steady and can thrive even in dysfunction and difficult times. And she's definitely like, even right now in these um, recent episodes, she's really showing her ability to like withstand under pressure. And I just need that in my life. Beth, I love her. Like she is, she's my everything, but Mm-mm. no ma'am you would be too too heightened and it's rainbow too like she would be so panicky and just so like oh my gosh what are we doing I can't deal with that girl I'm already gonna be like that so now nah, I might have to go with Catherine Kim as well I love it okay next up you're on Jeopardy and you really want to win so who do you want to be your competition Zoe Johnson from Blackish Kim Chi from Kim's Convenience or Gary Mendez from A Million Little Things <laughs> I'll let you go first. <laughs> this is actually really hard. Um, Gary actually, I think, is kind of smart and kind of brilliant. <laughs> so I don't actually think that I would want to go up against him. So Kim Chi and Zoe. I would probably go with Kim Chi just because he is such a goofball. And even though I also think that he's fairly smart, he is so goofy and so silly that just being on Jeopardy, he would probably just mess up not being able to say the questions correctly. And Zoe, like, is pretty brilliant, but she's also young. And young people, like this Generation Z, X, whatever they this generation is, they they got some skills. And so I think I would have to go with Kimchi. See, I'm going with Gary, but for the same reason you're going with Kimchi. I feel like Gary play too much. So he's not going to take it seriously, and I'm going to win. Like, I need him to be my competition because he's like, 
he's gonna like not be taking it seriously and then when i start kicking ass he is gonna take it seriously and then he, but he gonna be mad and get all like in his ego and feelings and then he's gonna mess up and then i'm gonna win and that's fine because he's ridiculous um and so i definitely am going with gary just because he do too much and that's the kind of people i need against me because you're doing too much and you're still not gonna win and that's fine <laughs> that is fair that's fair and that's valid it'll be way too late when the competition kicks in and you'll already be off the scoreboard at that point <laughs> cool so ooh, this is a fun one you're forced to go on a blind date you want in who do you want to see rome howard from a million little things young kim from a million little things or Randall Pearson from no young Kim sorry from <laughs> Kim's convenience or Randall Pearson from this is us uh, I'm going with young Kim I just feel like it'd be exciting to see him there he's he's fun like he knows how to have a good time he doesn't take himself too seriously he got a good job access to lots of cars I think we would have a good time like I think yeah, like he's he's fun and he doesn't take himself too seriously. Roman Randall take themselves way too seriously. They do too much again. Like it would be like either they'd be trying to impress me or they'd be sad and crying. I don't have time for any of that. Like it's a blind date. It's supposed to be fun. I don't know this person. Like young Kim is absolutely gonna be my the person I want to see when I round the corner. What about you? Randall? Young Kim or Rome Howard? So first of all, Young Kim is so fun. That man. <laughs> Every time I'm watching Kim Convenience, I'm just like, bruh, you are so fun. So in theory, I would say that. But knowing myself, it would likely be Randall. Like, I love me some Sterling K. Brown. And I know Randall is our problematic fave <laughs> when it comes to This Is Us. But I also love what him and Beth have. And so if I could get a little slice of that, obviously we would know that with it being a blind date. But if I could get a little slice of that, I think I definitely would go with Randall. This is this is why, like, if 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 we had to put him in the uh, kiss Mary Mame, then like I would probably marry him. Like a little erotic, but like it's fine. It's a long marriage, right? But on a blind date, I don't have time for Randall's foolishness. Just imagine going on a blind date with Randall. He's sitting up there, uh -huh, uh -huh. like you would be, you would get up and walk out. You would never, you talk about you want a piece of that. You would never get that far. You have to meet, he's not the kind of guy you can meet in a blind date. He's the kind of guy you have to meet in a library. You have to be prepared mentally. Like you have to meet him in, in a group therapy program. Like you're both in therapy and you're both on your way out. That's where you meet a Randall. You don't meet a Randall at, you know, at the at the local pasta restaurant for a blind date. He, he the, the relationship would not withstand it. I'm sorry. No, Randall would be a hard, a hard sell on a blind date because that goofiness and that awkwardness would just come out so quick. But I like to believe that there would be something endearing about him that would be like, you know what, behind all of this, there is a meritable man in here. <laughs> okay, so our last one, and then we'll digress, is you have a secret and no one is supposed to know. So who do you trust to keep things close? <laughs> Rebecca Pearson from This Is Us, Mrs. Kim from Kim's Convenience, or John Dixon from A Million Little Things? I'm definitely hands down going with John Dixon. Like, I think that he is the person that you would be able to trust that would actually, like, 
keep things and make sure that other people are not involved. I mean, he might try to like fix it. You know, he seemed like a fixer. So I think they on the low, he would try to fix things. But Brad knew that his wife was smashing his best friend and didn't say that. <laughs> so to me, that is the keeper of all secrets. So I'm definitely going with John Dixon. What about you? You have a secret. No one's supposed to know. Who are you trusting? Rebecca Pearson, Mrs. Kim, or John Dixon? Honestly, I'm inclined to go with Rebecca only because apparently she stole somebody's child, knew they was alive. They tried to get their kid back and she kept it on the low for 38 years, 35, 37. We don't know. What I am saying is Rebecca Pearson is the mother, literally mother, literally mother of secrets. Like she as a mother kept another mother from their child holding a secret for 30 plus years. Nobody gets better than that. You know, and Mrs. Kim, she definitely gonna tell her husband, you know, they be talking and I'm like, mm -mm. and then she'll, she'll freak out and tell him and get frustrated because she told him because he's so, like, that would be a mess. But yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going with Rebecca because baby, her, her capacity for secret keeping is actually dangerous. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this season is definitely showing us a, a little bit more information than we previously were privy to. So I can definitely see that. Um, either one of them, but you are absolutely right. I'm not telling Mrs. Kim anything. That pillow talk is aggressive and I don't have time for it. Ain't it aggressive? Even when they were sleeping in two different rooms, they was aggressive. <laughs> you can't keep those two apart. Oh my goodness. That was so much fun. We, we might do one of these for our first episode in uh, 2021 too. We might do, do like a, a, re, a revised version and pick different people and talk about them because taking on the personas of our favorite character in everyday scenarios is my jam. Because what we have to do is bring in Grey's Anatomy. Like, <laughs> you know, I didn't, I didn't bring in our medical shows. We can bring in um, Grey's. We can bring in um, The Good Doctor. What other like show should we bring in? I'd like to see more Blackish. Okay, um, more because Blackish. I think that we have some people definitely on there. I mean, even Grownish, if we wanted to, they're a little young though, so that might be a little creepy. Okay. But <laughs> that could be an option. What are our other shows? Um, Blackish, The Good Doctor, Grey's. I like this thing because these are all medical shows. Ooh, but we could also do like some throwbacks, like Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, right? Like we got, we got some stuff. We do here. this, okay? <laughs> okay, so I've got it. So the first episode, I think the first episode of 2020, we're live brainstorming. You all are welcome. So the first episode, we will do, um, we'll do a game show and we'll do a game show part two or something. I'll, I'll title it something different. So no one is confused, uh, but we'll do medical shows. We'll do Blackish, The Good Doctor, grace and you know i might throw in a little er for good measure because you know, Ooh, throw I know. Back, taking so, it on so that we can like be on top of that i might throw in a little i might throw in a little a little er just to throw the girls off um and then yeah we'll absolutely have to talk about our fave i actually just did a recent inner um ig live about um how to be the olivia pope of your career um, and talked about like just how much of a boss she was and how she leveraged other people to get things done in her life and career. So check that out on um, my Instagram. And then, yeah, that'll prepare you for the early episodes of 2021. <laughs> and we digress. So next up is All Black Everything. Marcy, what do you have for us this week? So this week in All Black Everything, we just want to chat really briefly about um, the winter solstice. 
and Black folks getting their superpowers. So by the time y'all hear this episode, it will have been a week since Black people were um, endowed with their superpowers as the conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter. So for those of you who are like, what? Who have been under a rock completely? Because if I know about the winter solstice and the Black superpowers, y'all have got to have heard about this. But essentially, um, on December 21st of 2020, there was a great conjuncture that was happening in our solar system where Saturn and Jupiter were going to line up for the first time, I want to say since like 1266 or something ridiculous like that so it's been forever and somebody got on twitter tweeting i'm not sure if this was uh, a joke or not it actually seems like it was pretty like pretty real and she said um as black people genetically we are stronger and smarter than everyone else we are more creative on december 21st our real dna will be unlocked and majority will be able to do things that we thought were fiction learn who you are as people they want to make us average so essentially we were told that we were going to be gaining superpowers on the 21st of december and of course, everyone in the world was ready. Like we were ready at 11.59. I was texting my friends like, wait, am I getting my superpowers at midnight? <laughs> or, and then someone was like, no, they're coming in at noon. And I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. When is this happening? And then I heard at some other point later on in the day it's supposed to happen. Of course, the internet took it by storm and they are like, where are my superpowers? I saw one white person tweet, um, me watching all my black friends enjoying their superpowers on the 21st and the little girl from author on the other side of the gate watching the black folks. And so of course we are always having fun. We're always having a good time. Um, but we just want to know like, did you get superpowers? Did it unlock anything for you? Um, I am still waiting on mine. I have not yet <laughs> received the unlocking of my real DNA, but y'all need to tell us it's like, what are y'all out here doing? Are y'all flying? I've seen some people like super saying it up. Um, we had some storm, some storm analogies. So what y'all got out there, folks? Like, Ashley, did you unlock your superpower and what is it? Would you say unlocking my real DNA? Would you... <laughs> yes, unlocking your real DNA. <laughs> my real DNA. Um, unlocking, I have yet to receive said superpowers. The disappointment is overflowing. I'm hoping that mine is like traveling with USPS um, and it's just delayed like all of my Christmas packages. But when I get it, what I'm hoping that it is, is um, what is it called? Like telepath? Like, is that what it is? Where I can just like teleport, teleport? Is that teleport. what it is? Where I can just mm -hmm. like teleport? I don't really, like, it's not even for travel purposes. I just want to stop in on some people, check in, tell them absolutely not, and then leave. I don't really have much to say to nobody, but I just want to be able to like pop in and be like, girl, would you stop? And then <laughs> just bounce. Um, so that's the one I'm hoping will come in. Um, but I'm hoping, you know, I get my assumption presently is that it's traveling by United States Postal Service. I'm not even going to give them no grief because they did what they had to do with the election. And that's all that we could ask for, right? That that delivery did come through. Those ballots were counted for your girl. So you know what? If these Christmas packages don't arrive, baby, these people will get this stuff on the 28th and it'll be fine. When when you pee and when USPS had to come through, they they came through. And, and you know, we can't ask for too much more of our mail carriers. So especially in the Northeast, because all this snow, child. Mm -mm. So, you know... 
I'm just, you know, I'm grateful that they did what they had, what they had to do when they had to do it. And I'll give them grace around everything else. What about you, Marcy? Like when yours come in, I don't know. Well, if one has your, has yours coming in. And if you're still waiting, um, what do you expect? What does the package look like when it arrives? Ooh, what does the package look like when it arrives? So I imagine it being something like, I open my eyes and my vision is clearer. So, you know, like I don't, I don't have to have glasses anymore or anything like that. And like everything in my body just feel, you know how in, um, in movies when people like just magically get toned and buff and just all of a sudden they are just it. That's what I imagine. I'm gonna wake up. My stomach is going to be toned. My arms going to be toned. I'm gonna have super strength, but I really want my magic power to be the same teleportation but also the one that I was peeping from some other people is I want to be able to turn like leaves into money just to like go ahead and run me my money and let my the money fall off of trees so that is my new one I really want to be able to teleport but also if I can turn anything into money any leaves just leaves not anything just leaves I'm gonna be real happy about that because truly what else do we need leaves for (laughs) <laughs> like they be falling on the ground crumbling up somebody come up and suck them up on a big thingy we don't need them and I live in like basically the forest so I-, I am where the money resides <laughs> can we also just talk about how that was a, a gem of December 2020 that we really needed where I want to be where the money resides all of 2021 it's, it reminds me of like, um, you know how people be giving T.I. a lot of grief for like, um, for like random words that he be using that he don't know what they mean. I'm like, who told black people what the word reside means? <laughs> where, like, I never heard of black people like, you know what, I reside. Like, I, now y'all want to, y'all want to be where some reside. Y'all get on my nerves. But if Mary had a lamb, her fleece, fleece was white as snow. I too. <laughs> and I put that on Mary had a little lamb because I too. But you know what? In a in an abundance mindset, I am the money and I reside within myself. So I'm just I'm walking into it, girl. I'm I am snapping. I am the money and I reside within myself. You better give us an affirmation to take us into 2021. <laughs> I'm here to serve. <laughs> I'm here to serve. Oh my goodness. And since we talked about TVT and I digress, and we're gonna do a bounce back at the first um, episode of next year. Um no new TV updates uh, for you all, but absolutely make sure you watch Blackish, The Good Doctor, Grace, and go ahead and binge a little ER because I'm going to throw some of those girls in there too so that we can have a really good top of the year episode. Thank you so much for listening to School on Life this week, this year, 52 brand new episodes. It is amazing um, what we've been able to do, the community that we've been able to curate and the stories that we've been able to share, uh, both yours and ours. Shout out to all of our guests from this year. We've had some amazing guests this year um, and just so grateful for those. And you can expect more guests and more amazing conversations in the new year have an amazing week merry christmas happy new year happy kwanzaa (laughs) and we'll see you next year schools out class dismissed